The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Here we are. Hold your breath. Mahomes is back. Mahomes is looking. He's dancing around, and it is incomplete. And the Eagles are going to win this thing. The Eagles are going to come from 10 points down at halftime to beat the team that beat them in the Super Bowl. Is it revenge? No, but it sure does feel good. Hassan holds on. UConn wins 81 to 71 over Texas. 5 and 0. The Huskies, the defending champs, still unbeaten. And that's going to do it. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win. 83 to 56. Kansas blowing out the Silver Swords. And they Billy Bowman. Billy Bowman, Billy Bowman. Billy, Billy, Billy. Billy, 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 Billy. Hey, listen, everybody. So let's go. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, November 21, second day of your work week. T-Row in the morning show, Thanksgiving week. Turkey and dressing two days away. However you like your taters. We're brought to you every day by the River Wind. A1 and McGriddle with you again today. Toby and Drake, TJ continuing his annual Thanksgiving Mexican vacation. Uh, Feast week underway in college basketball. Eagles and Jalen Hurts win Monday Night Football, the Super Bowl rematch last night. 21-17 over the Chiefs. And uh, other than that, we're just kind of standing on business. That's what we do around here. Special guests coming our way today. Porter Moser joins us live as his team uh, heads to San Diego a little bit later on today. Brian Estridge joins us live this morning, voice of the TCU Horned Frogs. We'll learn more about OU's Friday opponent. But right now, first thing we got to do, first thing we got to do is welcome in my new very best friend in the entire world, D to the Drake Dyken on the other side of the glass. Good morning, Draker. Uh, good morning, Tiro. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Drake. How are we doing today, Tiro? I appreciate the effort. I know you're tired. You really don't want to, but you you give it the energy on the good morning that it needs, and for that, I am grateful, my friend. It's the least I can do, Tiro. Least I uh, can do. It is the least you can do, and then I'm used to someone doing the least they can around here, so. That's right. right. Well done by you. What's up, Draker? Uh, not too much. Not too much. Seeing a lot of each other. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been almost too much. I like you. Yeah, it's a good thing you don't bug me because I'm seeing a lot of you. Yeah, vice versa. Oh no. How's you? How's you doing? How's you doing up in there? 
Uh, good. Did you get to take in some uh, Monday Night Foosball after Rudy's last night? Or I did. I did. I came home and I watched the end of that game. I watched the Manning cast version of it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the Manning brothers. Which is more entertaining, for sure. Then I caught some Z's. Yeah. Uh, slept well. And then I made a uh, middle-of-the-night run to the airport to take the wife and the daughter uh, they are oh, headed man. up to Detroit for Thanksgiving to see what? her sister. What what time so was their flight? Five a.m. departure. Oh, we left the house at three. Wow. Oh, yeah. How long are they? Uh, how long are they going for? Uh, that's really none of your business. Okay. So why don't you well, just stay out of my it, business? It has okay? it has to do with. So did they have to take a check bag? Is that that's the question? Yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They check long enough for a check bag. Okay. Yeah, they'll be back Sunday. Okay. Yeah, they'll be back Sunday. Uh, so I have puppy sitting duties, and so I'm just going to warn everybody up front that uh, Ozzy is with me, mm. and you could hear some howling or barking or talking or who knows what today during the show because uh, he's in the office with me. Ozzy is now nine weeks old. We got baby Ozzy a week ago Sunday, okay? And he was the – we've had many dogs in our lives. I've never had a more well-behaved, already potty-trained oh, puppy man. You're, than you're, Ozzy. You, you are so jinxing it right now. Uh, let me finish my story. Okay. He, the first night, came home. Slept through the night as a puppy. He goes to the door and whines when he needs to go out. He's eight weeks old. No accidents in the house. He's unbelievable. He's too good to be true. And two days ago, the demons entered him, and he has not been the same dog since. I don't know what's going on. He is pooping and peeing everywhere all of a sudden. Like he's completely forgotten all control of his bowels. He wakes up like every hour in the middle of the night. Uh, he's he's become a little hellion. I don't know what's going on with him. He went from an angel baby to a little demon dog. So I apologize in advance for uh, any trouble Ozzy may cause on the show today. He has inherited the spirit of, of uh, Ozzy Osbourne all of a sudden. and But right now he's sleeping like an angel in the corner, so. Keep your fingers crossed. He's so dadgum cute, though. You can't get mad at him, you know? That's you, the problem. You know, sometimes you inherit the traits of uh, those that you're surrounding, is all I'll say. I don't like that insinuation. <laughs> How was your Monday, Draker? Uh, it was good. Uh, obviously, these are early mornings. Uh, you have to kind of master the nap if you're gonna have to do the late night stuff with how are you at napping i'm i'm pretty good at napping uh actually i would say i'm not quite professional are you a power napper or do you like take a two-hour nap not a two-hour nap i can lay down and get a one-hour nap in pretty easily though typically if i have the time to do it obviously i I wouldn't be surprised if at some point uh, science doesn't ask to study me. Um, I have, my body has mastered the 20-minute nap. 
mm-hmm. on the dot. Now, now, are you like Kevin Henry and you don't need a alarm or anything like that? Or I, I, I wouldn't need one. I mean, I would set one because I'm not stupid. But I can tell you that if it's three and I need to, like, get in the shower at 3.30 or whatever, I'm like, okay, I got time. Like, I, I, I will go to sleep immediately and wake up exactly 20 minutes later feeling like a new person. It is deep 20-minute sleep. Now, I can't do it every day, but I know, like, when I feel it, like, today I'll need it because I got it in the middle of the night. Like, at 1 o'clock this afternoon, I'll be like, oh, I can feel it, and I'll just go in there, 20 minutes, back up, fine. Like a robot. It has taken years to get to this point, but... It's a gift. Hey, are you typing or are you paying attention to the show right now? I can do both. I can I hear can you typing both. in the background. That's fine. I guess it's okay. I thought you were going to have a reaction to my amazing napping story. No, I think, just, it, all I I think that all it is so. is you You train your body. It learns yeah. what is necessary. I'm like from, an Olympic athlete. Yeah, I mean... Basically, you have trained it to where this is completely necessary. I need my naps. Yeah. Go get it for me. Twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week. Yeah, go get it for me. That's what yeah. I tell my body. Go uh-huh. get it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what else I did yesterday? Go ahead. Tell me. Uh, I got a haircut. You saw that last I, night. Yep. Got a fresh I did. fade. I did. Uh, and I went to the booth for a couple of hours and hung out yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. The they, football booth. I was told the equipment made it back up into the booth. I couldn't confirm that or deny it. it did, I did see some boxes in the back. I suppose that was our equipment. Boxes I never know what or you cases? Got going on up there. Cases. Yeah, cases. okay, okay. I don't know what you got going on up there. I okay. don't pry. Okay. There's cases. Who knows what's in them? Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to go all the way home, and so I went and uh, went to the office and just kind of – what an office, huh? I like to do that once in a while, just go up there and hang and work and look out over Owen Field. It's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I got we to need, see you need, last night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you need to, what would really be nice mm-hmm. is if we get like one of those uh, fold-out beds, like a Murphy bed that will fold out of the wall back. Because we've got so much room in the booth as it is. So I have asked um, Kelly Collier for a napping room at Sooner Sports Properties. Mm-hmm. For years, I considered getting an apartment in Norman just you know a place to sleep take a nap hang out when I have something in the morning and something in the evening and I don't want to go all the way home just a place to chill but I never pulled the trigger on it because you know it's a cost it's and it's it's not worth it I mean it's I never could justify the cost of it in my head to get an apartment that I would use I don't know, two or three times a month, maybe. Uh, so my next effort has been to get Kelly Collier to put a napping room in at Sooner Sports Properties for those days when I'm down there. That I can just go. Uh, I need everyone to be quiet for the next 20 minutes while I take a power nap. But, again, failed effort thus far. But that circles back to your Murphy bed suggestion because you could do that, you know. Yeah, let me let me go. That's what you want is a Murphy bed installed by yours truly. Well, I don't mean you could do that. I mean oh. per, that could be done. Oh, okay. That could be done. Now I don't want you doing. Yeah, it. You, you don't worry want about me making sure the levels are good. Yeah, no, no, no. 
What did you think about the shows last night? Uh, I thought BV was excellent last night. Was Billy Bowman! Billy Bowman! <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy! Billy, 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 Billy! <laughs> when he was telling the story about uh, Danny last night, too, yeah. uh, with uh, his uh, stomach problems that he was still having. <laughs> right. And Teddy looking like he was having a PTSD flashback <laughs> right next to him uh, and having a, a little bit of a breakdown. Uh, that was the best part of the night to me. We're going to play that later in the show. I clipped uh, I clipped two or three things from the show last night because he was on one for sure. That's uh, I was a little worried because we got him after the presser. I think we talked about this yesterday. We usually get him before the presser. And uh, everything's fresh. He hasn't talked about anything. And he had the presser yesterday. You were there. You know, you introduced him. Did he say thanks, Drake? Uh, no. Uh, <sighs> he actually got started even before I could introduce him. So I got on. I told Hauk yeah. that I to tell him that he's got to start saying thanks, Drake. I know. Uh, so I was a little worried last night, but no need. He was. Uh, he was in a great mood and, and really funny. So we'll play uh, some clips from last night's show, talking about Billy Bowman, talking about Jackson Arnold, talking about Danny Stutzman. It's good. How about that crowd last night, man? They were oh, they were on it. Uh, brought the pink pom poms too. Uh, Standing yeah. ovation at the mm-hmm. end it was like it was a big crowd too. I don't know what I. I mean, I know they were excited to win, but. I don't know if it's because it was Thanksgiving week or what the deal was. We had people there from Georgia. We had people there from California last night. Um, I don't know. It's, it's even more energy than normal in the room. Which it's usually a lot. Yeah, it's usually a lot. That's right. How about your Monday? Uh, like I said, I got a nap in. That was pretty much the highlight of it. Then got Rudy's in, watched a little bit of uh, that game last night. Um. That's really it. Then went to bed at a decent hour. How's everybody doing around the station carrying the extra load that TJ's left behind? Uh, we're all, uh, we're, I mean, really, we're all fine, to be honest. Um, That's not kinda, what I want to hear. You, I want to hear that everybody's kinda makes struggling. Kind of makes you wonder uh, if he's even needing bed. No, um, it's a lot of the responsibilities that TJ has uh, whenever – uh, he is here that need to be filled are filled by one person, and that's typically me. Um, so I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'm great. All right. Everybody, Ask you everybody else. Wednesday? Nobody. Let's let's be honest. Nobody else uh, does anything to uh, fill in for TJ aside from me. So. All right. Well, hang in there, buddy. I'm I'll sorry do he's I, done I'm this fine. to you again. I'm fine. It'll be fine. It'll be great. As far as we know, he has not caused any international incidents yet down in Mexico. We well, haven't heard of any. We haven't heard of him. Uh, it's early in the week. Have a restraining order from Adolis Garcia yet either. So that's not a good yet. Thing. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, 405-651-3439. If you'd like to uh, jump on the text line today, question, comment, thought, question, or comment, 405-651-3439. Got some special guests coming up. We got some BV coming up. Uh, we got a show coming up. We'll be back.
Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. A1 and McGriddle with you. T-Row. And Drake Dyken with you Sounds today. Sounds really good today. Ooh. Uh, I'm at Griddle. For so long, I'm like starving now. Yeah. You haven't had any breakfast or anything? Nothing? I don't usually, I, I, I don't usually eat breakfast in this. Like, I'm trying, I try to make it to at least 11 before I start. Okay, eating. this is kind of an intermittent fasting thing? Or well, is this... yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't, I'm not strict about it but i have found that I, I i count calories okay and i have found that if i if i skip breakfast one you get a little bit of an intermittent intermittent fast in there and two uh it's just a lot easier to stay under my number mm-hmm. if i'm eating two meals instead of three it's math yeah hashtag math hashtag math uh, so I try not, but I usually don't get up at two forty-five in the morning. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so I'm so, struggling. So your body today. thinks that it's almost some breakfast. Yeah, your body thinks it's almost eleven now. By now, so my body does. My mm-hmm. body does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of some math, uh, how about a uh, two hundred fifty million dollars plus? That's what it is that McIntyre Law has done for their clients over the years, in terms of winning money for their cases for any accident, and personal injury that they might have had. Give them a call at 405-917-5200 or find them online at McIntyreLaw.com. See how it is that Noble McIntyre McIntyre Law can help you with your personal injury or accident needs. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line, T-Row. Hit me with it. Uh, Gunny says, good morning, and A1 and Real Bacon. What players would you expect to return for next hmm. year? Oh, boy, next year. I thought he was going to say this week. Next year. For OU football, I would assume. Okay. Um, go ahead, Tiro. I mean, I wish he had given me like a list to choose from. <clears throat> I, I, I don't think I would be surprised if Dylan Gabriel is back. I know there's been some more talk about that lately. Um, let's see. Let me look down the receivers here. Uh, Farouk will be back. Stoops is gone, obviously. Is there anybody else on the Anderson and Gibson aren't old enough? Uh, running back, Sawchuck is back. I think Tawi will be back. Um, you think they'll give uh, – they still haven't given Tawi a scholarship, have they? No. Tyler Guyton is an interesting guy because uh, he is a projected first-round pick, according to many, but – at least last week, he lost his starting spot to Jacob Sexton. Yeah. So I think Tyler Guyton is going to be gone. Uh, I think he's going to be a first or second round draft pick. And uh, But if he doesn't close the season well, maybe that could change. But they're really fired up about Jacob Sexton. So I think they feel good about the future there. Uh, let's see. I'm going to the defensive side of the ball. Stutzman, what do you think? Danny back or no? I would think so. I feel like he's going to want to play a year in the SEC. But I don't know what kind of a – I don't know how highly he's thought of by the NFL. Yeah, that's the, that's the one issue I'm having is I don't necessarily know 
what it is that NFL teams think of Danny Stutzman. I mean, everybody around here really, with the season that he's had, the type of yeah. plays that he's made, everybody around here really has, especially with the two weeks that they're game and a half that he was out, everybody has really come to respect him even more of what it is that he's been capable of. I I just don't really know by not knowing, because what is it that the NFL is always looking for? It's not only production, but also what are your measurables? And that's that's usually the big indicator of a guy leaving college football early is if, okay, if I'm going to be a first two-round guy, that's when I'm going to leave. And yeah. I don't know what Danny Stutzman's, how fast he's going to run the 40, how well he'll run the shuttle, stuff like that. So I don't really know. I, I think that he will be a good NFL linebacker. I don't know if he's a guy that you look at to leave early. I lean toward him coming back. I do too. I think uh, I think that he's going to want to play a year in the SEC. Here's the here's the interesting one. Billy Bowman, Billy Bowman, yeah. Billy, 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 Billy. What do you think about Billy, Billy, Billy? I mean, that's the only thing on Billy is. He's a little bit undersized for safety in the NFL, but dude runs a 4-4. He has yeah. great instincts for the football. I mean, the growth that he's had into this season, I, I think It is a fantastic. good question, though. At 5-10, yeah. like, I don't know. He's great. He's great. I desperately want him to be back. Yeah. He has all the football instincts. He's a superstar. Teddy says Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year maybe this year. Gabe was taken a little bit aback by that comment, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't. I would have to think about it. I think Texas has a couple of nominees there. Mm -hmm. But um, I just don't. Are you he's printing not prototypical. things while we're trying to talk right now? I'm printing TCU game notes. I'm sorry about that. Goodness gracious. Uh, he's not prototypical size for NFL safety. He's a little shorter which I think will keep him from being a really high draft pick, mm -hmm. which kind of leads me to think the the carrot of year one in the SEC makes it a little different than just every other year. You yeah. know, that is an extra incentive for some of these guys who have a choice to make to stick around. And I, I would imagine for some that's a big deal. For others, maybe it's not as big of a deal. But Billy Bowman and Danny Stutzman have, uh, you know, big decisions to make. I mean, theoretically, Ethan Downs could go if he wanted to. I don't think he will. Uh, there's a lot of guys on that defensive line that are gone because they're redshirt seniors. Mm -hmm. So they're going to lose a ton up there already. They really need Ethan Downs to come back. And I think he will. I, I can't imagine that, that he won't. But yeah, if there's somebody else we didn't touch on there that you – you have a question about, well, I mean, we're just guessing, but I'll try to guess. What else you got? Uh, next one here on the Knuppelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, what days can we send in King of the Mountain picks this week? Wednesday. Thanks for asking. There's only 14 of you left. In fact, I'm just going to give the names. We're down to 14. B.A. Brad, B.D.W., Benny, Bobby and B.A., Jay from Medill, Johnny H. in Norman, King John, Lisa in Norman, McCade, Matt B., Roy Al from Raleigh, 
Sharon C., Sooner Alliance, and Steve in OKC. Those are the 14 left on the mountain. Please make your picks tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 a.m. Get your uh, picks in tomorrow uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we're not on the air Thursday or Friday, or at least regular shows on Friday. And two, that we got Thanksgiving games this week, so you're going to want to get your get your picks in before that potentially. So tomorrow morning, six and nine, Drake, be ready. Should be fourteen people texting in their picks tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Good morning. One of my favorite things about you, T. Row, is your ability to allow the conversation to happen between Coach V and Teddy during your Monday show. You allow the relationship to drive a great and informative conversation. Many in your profession interrupt or redirect because it is their show. You are truly the best in the business. That's from Toby in the Pentagon. Yeah, well, why don't you buzz off, Toby, okay? No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was very <laughs> nice of you. I, I don't know that I think of it like that. I just appreciate, I think we have something very cool. I just kind of fell into our lap this way where you have two guys there that have a really special relationship, Teddy and, and Coach Venables. And for it to kind of, for, for like we get to see that a little bit, like behind the scenes with how Teddy talks about Brent and sometimes the interaction back and forth. But I think it's cool for the public to get to see that, too. And and really what would be great, like if we had an ESPN++, what people would love would be to hear the conversation during commercial breaks between those guys. Because it is in the weeds, weeds, weeds football talk. Like, Teddy is asking him about who's supposed to be where on what plays from the week before. And BV is drawing up assignments, and what about this play? What would you miss here? Well, he was supposed to be there, and he had the A-gap, and he's supposed to spin and run with this guy. You know, it is fascinating. I don't know anything. It's like they're speaking a foreign language to me. But those two guys during commercial breaks is unbelievable to hear them talk football. So any of that we can get on the air with just how close and special their relationship is, I think, is, is good TV and radio. Uh, Jaron Kanick. The biggest problem we have on Mondays is Drake letting people walk in front of the cameras that's, that's and true. not being willing to sacrifice his body for the yeah, sake of the that's show. That's right. That's right. You tried to talk Every me week into... I say, Drake, tackle the person before uh -huh. they walk in front of the camera. And you're, I don't know if you're scared of contact or what the deal is. Uh huh. Yesterday you were trying to talk me into Soft. tackling uh, former Sooner running back Rodney Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. That... Well, we got, we're doing a show. If Rodney is going to get in the way, you've got to take him down. Can you imagine? Uh, it would. Can you imagine it, it how would, hard you'd bounce off of Rodney if you tried it, to tackle him? It would. It would be like a racquetball going off a wall. It would. It would not be a pretty sight. I was watching Rodney talk to Caleb Kelly last night, uh -huh. and it was like that Spider-Man meme, you uh -huh. know, where you're just they're pointing at each other, yeah. going in circles. Absolutely. I was like, which? Because which? they look so much alike. Which one of you is which? They get confused for each other all the time. Uh, Panda in Texas on the Kid of Meyer Chevrolet text line says, Canik, explain that anything over 20 minutes, your body starts to get into REM sleep, and at that point, you need full night's sleep or you feel exhausted. Hmm. All right. There you go. Well, there that you must go. mean my body's working perfectly, Joe. There you go. Finely tuned athlete, Toby Rowland. That's it. You said it, not me. 
Uh, let's take a break. 6.35 in the morning. When we come back, Drake, uh, dealer's choice. Do you want to hear Brent talking about Billy Bowman, Jackson Arnold, or Dan Stutzman? Uh, let's start with, uh, we've heard a little bit of the Billy. Let's hear, hear about Billy. All right. We'll hear, we'll play that coming out of the break. Uh, Toby and Drake with you. A1 and McGriddle on a Tuesday back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How about Billy Bowman? Yeah. Just, Billy Bowman! Hey, yo, you Billy, see that? Billy, Billy, Billy! <laughs> I mean, we played that for the guys, and so this, we, for several weeks, really since the season, we'll, we do uh, Monday, we do some highlight stuff for the guys and let them have some fun. And then Tuesdays we do a turnover. We look at all the turnovers in college football and recognize the top five teams. And then we look at um, ball security and uh, and big plays on defense. And we, we also show former Sooners in the NFL. We do a little highlight video. And so the players always like seeing some of their former teammates and the successes they're having, but a lot of all about the ball. And um, But for several, um, I don't know, probably seven games now, eight games, we'll do some of the – highlight video is with the um um you know hispanic radio version and and they love <laughs> billy bowman <laughs> billy bowman billy bowman you know it is and the players they just they love it and so the whole team starts uh, mocking yeah. you know with the uh, enunciation and uh billy 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 billy, billy. Oh, that's great. and uh and it's funny because billy is one of he's a really shy guy like i say shy he's just quiet he's just he don't like a lot of attention and um so he gets he gets red faced pretty quick and uh so that's kind of cool he's a humble guy and so take me through the pick six the 100 yard pick yeah. six from brent venable's vantage point yeah so they you know we have a, a a pressure called and they're going tempo they're trying to go really fast and so we have a an edge pressure billy is um typically one of the guys that edge pressure but if there's ever a time that they are tempoing and um you can't get there cover cover the most dangerous and then the inside defender will take the pressure for you so that's what happened there, and uh, he reads it perfect. He's right in the, in the right leverage, and uh, the quarterback, you know, for whatever reason, he decides to – thinks he can po- poke it in there, and Billy does a great job. He's got great ball skills, and he usually plays with tremendous technique, and as soon as he caught it in the belly, I'm like – and th- their quarterback is fast like yes, the is. quarterback from Kansas, um, Bean, and uh, it might be the fastest player on their team. And uh, but Billy's really fast too. Now Billy, listen, Billy, Billy plays a lot of snaps, and the altitude is a real thing. We we uh, we're not going to talk about the altitude. We're not going to let that be a mental block for guys. And you know, like what altitude? You know, yeah. there ain't no such thing. <laughs> so we just didn't really adjust it. But it's a real thing. If yeah. you've ever it hit it gone to the high altitude on. and hiked, or maybe you're a avid jogger and you go there that first couple of days, it's a struggle. So, um, you know, that might have taken place there late, but he said he saw the guy uh, on the uh, – yeah, I saw him, I saw him, I saw him. You know, he was watching himself <laughs> yeah. on the uh, on he, the screen. He wasn't worried. Yeah, he I, wasn't I, worried. I was laughing at the, you know, on the TV copy. You could see him after he celebrates. He's walking back. It shows his face. And I think you can see the moment he realizes, 
He's about to go play safety on kickoff team, and then defense is going to be. I'm screaming, (laughs) get the defense ready, you know, because I know how it is. Everybody wants to celebrate. I said, tell them we're right back out because people lose their minds. They can. And um, and then I was still really mad about how they got down there. You know, I just I'm like, we missed the double swap play. And uh, I was so mad. Yeah. so I don't even know if I've ever told him great job yet. High five, him. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did. I think uh, of the three coaches that this is me back live now. By the way, Drake, I don't know if you could tell that or not. Oh, okay. Thanks for explaining that, Brent from uh, the Rudy Show last night. I think of the three coaches I've done that show with: Bob Lincoln and now Brent. Brent is Brent is the best at kind of of not being afraid to give us a little behind-the-scenes access. Uh, Lincoln was very, you know, Lincoln, we had fun with Lincoln with the the game, you know, where he would guess a play. That was cool. And uh, uh, Bob was better than Lincoln, but but not as open as Brent is about, you know, kind of telling you what they were saying on the headsets or what was going on in the locker room. And we'll... We'll play the Danny Stutzman clip here in a little bit. That's another example of that. But I appreciate that about him because I think it makes that show worthwhile. You know, we could talk about some stuff on Monday night that he wouldn't be asked in a press conference, probably wouldn't even be appropriate in a press conference, or just not. It's it's a more buttoned-up uh, situation than that show. We're relaxed. He's hanging out with, with uh, one of his former – uh, you know, pupils, his star linebacker, who they have a great relationship. He tolerates me, but they uh, are uh, have a great relationship, and you can tell he's just he's comfortable. You know what I mean? I, you never really got the feeling that Lincoln was was comfortable, even like some of the interactions with signing autographs and stuff. I'm not trying to rip him. I just don't think he's really comfortable in public interactions and settings and things like that. Brent is very comfortable, and on that show he's become increasingly comfortable the last couple of years to where he's not afraid to give us a little, here's a story you haven't heard yet. Here's something cool that took place that I haven't told anybody. Here's something behind the scenes. This happened in the locker room. Here's what we were talking about on the headset. You know, those kind of things, which I think fans really appreciate, and I know I really appreciate. Yeah, and I mean, I think the why it sticks out so much is just because of how different it is from any other major college football coaches approach these days, because uh, you mentioned Lincoln Lincoln was so tight lipped and and, I mean, borderline paranoid on uh, not wanting to say anything publicly Uh about anything that was going on in the locker room. And you have guys like Nick Saban that certainly don't want to say anything publicly uh, Dabo Sweeney's pretty tight-lipped. He will drag people in the media, but he's not necessarily going to talk about some of the things going on in the locker room. So Nick Nick does have a good coaches show. Does he? Oh, so uh, I've never yeah. I've never heard it. Yeah, he he uh, he takes calls. He's one of the few coaches now That's that right. take calls. You, you have talked about how uh, Nick Saban would take calls, and uh, Dabo takes calls too. Yeah. At least he did. Well, you know, with yeah. Tyler from Early, wherever earlier this in. year, he did. We don't know if he does at this point in the season. Yeah, but thanks no, a lot, right. Tommy Tuberville. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you're, maybe we could get Brent to start taking calls again. Um, but there's just not a lot of time with Brent. Like, 
No, there's not. We, we are shoehorning in a question or two from Twitter because he, he does go on for a while with some of his answers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many calls we could take if he did. Maybe one or two a show, maybe. I mean, the opening segment yesterday was just you asking, hey, coach, so what did you think of the game in BYU? And he talked for uh, nine minutes we said something else before we got to the game. Um, oh, just about the schedule change this week. Oh, because yeah, Because yeah, of yeah, one that's shorter right. day. That's right. But, I mean, he kinda, you maybe had two questions in. Yeah, that's it. It was a two-question segment. And nine, it was ten, minutes. 10 to 12 minutes, somewhere in there, yeah. And it was good info. Like, he went yeah. day by day of how this week's different than a normal week. And it was it was entertaining. It was great. And, uh yeah, but I don't. I don't know if you could take calls. But I just appreciate how comfortable he is, and um, I look forward to it. Last night was maybe as fun as he's ever been. We'll play more for you later on. And I think that's part of the reason why the honeymoon period isn't over for Brent Venables when it comes to the fan base either, right? Is we love him. We th- want him to work out exactly, and it's for, because uh, for... of the way that he talks to people from that podium uh, of the coaches show and how open he is, how loose he is, how it, like the average guy he seems like whenever he is on that coaches show. I do think that's a big part of it. I, I think it's a, a concoction of things. It's that it's, you know, his values line up with kind of Oklahoma values. You can tell with his whole, uh, um, the way he's built his program, uh, the soul mission, all that kind of stuff, the stuff that he talks about with, with God and Christianity and all that kind of stuff, th- that lines up with, with Oklahoma, you know? So I think people really like that about him. He was here before, so if he didn't play here, but you kind of feel like he's one of ours, right? You're rooting for him. He's won here before. We like Brent Venables. And, but, and, and maybe this is the biggest deal, He's the guy after Lincoln. Like, we really want to show that we're doing better than he could have done. So for all those reasons, I mean, I, they're really rooting for him. I mean, now, there's some one-offs out there that are like, uh, that don't like him for whatever reason. They wanted somebody else to be hired or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. You can't, you go lose to TCU this week and then lose a bowl game, and that could all turn around real quick, you know. But I do think that, Sooner Nation is really wanting him to work out. So 650, quick break. We'll be back right after this. Bleed Crimson, love great Sooner Talk. Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. Final segment of Hour One on this Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. Make Griddle and A1 with you today. I got to get to the grocery store today. Yeah? Yeah. What uh what what are we needing right now? What well, well are, are you're needing pink dip ingredients, aren't you? No, 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 no. So, I don't know if you heard me say this, but I can't remember if I was talking to you or TJ. So, wife's out of town. I'm going to Yeah. family Thanksgiving. Yep. My parents it's at my brother's house. He's he's the one with the nine kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister and her family are going to be there. So 
I have, since really the pandemic, started to cook a bunch. Like, I do, I don't think my wife would mind me saying it. I do most of the cooking for our family, not all, but most. Now, that has not been the case. Like, she's always been the cook in our family Mm -hmm. until, like, the last three years, and I've really been on this kick. And so uh, I'm like, well, I can't, uh, I'm going to really wow them. Thanksgiving this year with the fam. I'm gonna. Ooh, I'm looking through Instagram ooh, recipes okay. and all this kind of stuff. I'm gonna be blown away with my culinary skills. So uh, anyway, they're divvying up assignments. You know, who's bringing the turkey? Who's bringing the the stuffing? Who's bringing the with desserts? All that kind of stuff. And and I finally get the text with my assignment for Thanksgiving for my sister. She says, uh, "If you could just bring the drinks, I think we got everything else taken care of." <laughs> So does that feel like a little bit of a slap in the face to you, or? Yeah, it's a lack of faith. It's a lack of faith. Uh, but it's fine. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get the two liters of pop, and I'm going to bring them. I'm also going to bring probably a spinach dip, okay? Okay. It's my wife's grandmother's recipe that's very good. I'm going to bring, like, an appetizer spinach dip in a bread bowl. I'm going to make that and bring it, too. But I'm also going to buy... Like Thanksgiving food for myself to have after Thanksgiving, so I can make turkey sandwiches and have leftovers Ooh, and things yeah. like that. So mashed potatoes, dressing, some like tur- not like a whole turkey, but like some you know carving board turkey, so I can make some turkey sandwiches, yeah. things like that. It's a, maybe a casserole or two, just some stuff to have in the fridge, so I feel like I got that Thanksgiving leftover feeling in the house. Does that make sense? Absolutely. With the dogs. It's just me and the dogs here. So have you done dressing or stuffing before? Yes. Okay. I might just stovetop it, though, since it's just me. Yeah. I might just keep it simple. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. i got to look through uh, some recipes today and figure it out, but I do need to get to the store. All right. That was a good segment there, Drake. Good job. Um, We'll hit some of your text messages coming up. Don't forget, final hour today. Porter Moser live, Brian Estridge live. We'll be back. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. The 